From the Schmoes No Network Studios in Los Angeles, California, it's time for Meet the Movie Press. And now, here's your host, the editor-in-chief of SchmoesNo.com, Mark Riley, and from the rap, Jeff Snyder. Oh yeah, hello Schmoville. welcome to the very first show right out of the gate. This is Meet the Movie Press on the Schmoes No Network, the very first show, I'm so excited, and as the pit box... Ken Knapsack said, I am Mark Riley, uh, a.k.a. Yodi, if some of you know me, uh, editor-in-chief of schmozno.com, and I'm just really excited because, yeah, we are the first show out of the gate. We are going to be breaking down movie news, movie scoops, what goes into everything that, I mean, movie news right now is so popular. I mean, we had, we just had Comic-Con. We have news coming in and out. I mean, it's become a cultural thing. People are talking about it all the time, and that's what we're going to do. We're... I guess we're the soldiers in this this arena. We are we have our ears to the ground. We are doing the news and and I'm just excited to be here with Jeff Snyder, my co-host from the rap. Thank you very much, Mark. That was a long introduction to get you involved in this conversation. It's okay. Listen, I'm uh, I'm excited. We're going to hit the ground running and I think yeah, we're going to basically look at how your daily entertainment uh, news sausage gets made. That's right. Because there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, there's there's really two sides of all this now. There's like, well, in my opinion, we have the movie bloggers, the movie geek websites, which I run. And then we have you, Jeff, that you actually work for a very reputable trade, The Wrap, uh, that I get all my news from. And when it comes from you, I go, yep, well, this is legit. I'm, I'm going to post a story and this is truth. But it's not always like that. And that's what we're going to do on the show. We're going to break it down because there is so much news that goes out. There are so many rumors. There's so many... Things that just enter the atmosphere of like, who's doing this superhero? Who's, you know, directing the next, uh, you know, big Marvel movie? Like, there's so much that goes into this and there's so many rumors. It's like, how do you distinguish between what's truth and what's not? And and that's why I'm glad, so glad that you are my co-host in this because I actually feel now that I'm legitimate. <laughs> I, I don't think I legitimize anybody, but no, I, I do think we're going to have a lot of fun uh, just, you know, with you coming from the sort of uh, movie fan perspective. Yeah. I write for an industry audience. Um, so, yeah, we're both kind of uh, two sides of the same coin, so yeah. to speak. And that's what I love because I feel like we're doing something really special by bringing these two worlds together. And you are really – I'm so happy he's my co-host, but you're my first guest and that's what I want to get into because I, I have been following you for years and years and years and years and completely forgot that you started with Ain't It Cool News, which I feel is the granddaddy of, of these uh, movie news websites, these these geek sites, if you will. I know. You know, Ain't, Ain't It Cool may have lost its luster a little bit in the last few years. They um, have. They've, they've had some staff departures, but make no mistake, they are, they were the granddaddy. Yeah. They, they started this whole thing um, – or, you know, we're one of the earliest ones, certainly the biggest at, at one point. Uh, and I'm very proud of my, you know, five years at the site. Um, yeah, well, I've been, I mean, I remember eating up Ain't It Cool News uh, with, like, the prequels. Like, Star Wars. Sure. Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, I believe they were that some put them of them. That on the, the maps. It, it really did. Were you with them at that point? Or I was that, like, a little after your, uh, before you started? I don't, I don't believe so. Yeah, no, I didn't start until college. It's actually a really funny story of how I got into it. Well, um, please tell, because well, that's, I want to know everything to start so that Schmoville, you can know Jeff Snyder now. He is now a resident of Schmoville. He is now a part of this whole big community. I've got a mailbox and everything in Schmoville. Absolutely. I pay taxes there, property taxes. <laughs> 
you're going to also get the bill for uh, the studio uh, there. So uh, keep Great. going, please. I interrupted you. No, no, no. So I, you know, I went to NYU. I was a screenwriting major major at Tisch, and um, and I was reviewing movies for the school paper and stuff. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, the movies. So I'm sorry. <laughs> so a friend of mine was working at the NYU uh, radio station as a DJ, and okay. they got invited to see. Um, uh, one of the Matrix sequels early. And oh, nice. So, so she intercepted this invite and flipped it over to me, and I went and saw the movie, uh, you know, well before most people had, and I okay. sent in a review to Ain't It Cool, and they, they, they took it, they ran it, um, Harry liked it, and, you know, invited me to invite, uh, to post uh, more, you know, send more reviews in. Right. Um, and so, you know, I was reviewing for the school paper, and anything that I could not get into the paper, I would send to Ain't It Cool. So it started out being, you know, two three reviews a week or whatever i covered uh, the tribeca film festival for them nice um did round tables and junkets and, and that's how i sort of learned how to do the job um so yeah. it was a great introduction to you know entertainment reporting yeah and i think that's interesting too to see like one of the matrix sequels are you talking like reloaded or Rev- revolution revolutions i think or? it was the third one okay so matrix yeah, yeah. Revolu- revolutions right I can't remember. I forgot those movies already. The, the first one was the best. Um, but to that's a big thing because when The Matrix first came out, it went up against The Phantom Menace we were talking about. Sure. And it kind of blew it away as far as it's a better movie, obviously. And uh, so then the for the sequels, everybody was freaking crazy to see these sequels. So for you to get an inside look before it all happens, of course, that's like geek heroin yeah no, it, it was cool anical was a site that i um you know grew up reading and to start suddenly start seeing my stuff on there i think i wrote under the handle mira jeff uh ah, I, loved, I loved miramax yes um i remember you now sure sure i mean i started out you know when i i remember first getting into movie news by i was reading patrick sariel's site coming attractions corona yes uh and i remember the first like story I really paid attention to was the casting of Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Oh yeah, um, and I remember when it was going to be Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio for years. I do remember and, that too, and that that was sort of my introduction to movie news and that kind of stuff. Dark Horizons, I loved. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would follow Any Cool News, uh, Dark Horizons. Uh, then I started getting into Joe Blow. Sure. Um, and then I'm trying to think of some other ones. And, and nowadays, you know, there's Collider, there's Screen Rant. Sure, Slash Film's Slash great. Slash Film is great. Uh, you know, all these. And, and by the way, we're going to get all these guys on here. Yeah, no, I, I'm really looking forward to talking to our colleagues in the space and getting their perspective yeah. on what things are like these days, um, you, you know, from the trades on down. Because it, it has changed a lot in the few years that I've been doing it. And that's what I want to talk about to start because, you know, we, we talk about Any Cool News as the granddaddy of them all. And they kind of started it. And it was it was my daily to go for because I'm the movie geek. I go to Any Cool News to get all my news. And then as I start to branch out and, and realize there's these other sites and, you know, going there and it's like, well, this one's saying this, this one's saying this. And then also to see it evolve, like to see you go from Any Cool News uh, as Mira Jeff. Now I remember. <laughs> and now you're at The Wrap. Okay, I know you you had a stint at Variety as well. Couple right? of them. Couple. Of, <laughs> and then we have Drew McWeeny, the started hit fix. This right. is another one that I go to all the time nowadays. Mm-hmm. And so again, we're going to invite all these guys uh, in here. Ho- to talk hopefully, about we this. can get them. Yeah, we can get. We, no, we can bribe them. We have. Uh, I think we have candy. There's candy over there. Um, yeah, candy. Okay, an, an, an invite to a pool party did it for me. <laughs> I know that was good. Is that what got you to be my co-host? Let's let's go back a bit because you. When did 
you first learn about Schmoes No and what I, we were doing? So I first learned about Schmoes No when I started getting scooped by them, and I was like, who the hell? I don't even know if we can swear on this show, but I was like, who the hell are these guys? Yeah, who the hell is um, good? Fair enough. Fair we'll, enough. We'll, we'll toe the line. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, no, I started, you know, reading the site more, and you guys, you know, you... you Made, you you started being consistent about it, and that's when guys like me get nervous because it's like I got to protect my turf. At, right, right, um, right. So I was definitely defensive at first, and um, which I appreciated. Yeah. Actually, uh, uh, you know, I read your tweets. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a passionate guy, and I got a, a bad temper and a, and a big mouth, and that's a dangerous combination. I like that though. I mean, I think it's a good balance then because I have a I have a bad temper, but then I'm also like shy on Twitter sometimes. I don't want to like stir up a, a uh, hornet's nest right. because uh, you know you never know what you're gonna get. Uh, but I like that you do that. I and don't mind playing the heel sometimes. I, I like it. I mean, it makes for good entertainment. It's, it's a performance. I, I, I do see Twitter as a sort of performance. I think I'm a lot different Absolutely. Off, offline. Yeah, you are. I mean, the people because, who take the time to get to know me. <laughs> right. And that's and that's what's funny. So you were, you know, so you became aware of us. You have to protect your turf. And then Christian Harloff reaches out to right, you. Right. There was an olive branch. Yes. The, the olive branch, which I really appreciated that Christian did. Uh, and what he does, because he's done that with a lot of these guys, because I feel like Christian's my pit bull with when I'm running the site, you know, mm-hmm. and I drop a scoop, you know, and, and you know, we've dropped some scoops. And, and at first we had a lot of, I won't say haters, but a lot of uh, naysayers are like, who are these guys? You know, what, who the hell is Schmoes? No, you know, are they in a right, basement somewhere? Why should somewhere? I trust them? Right? Yeah. Why should I trust them? They, you know, they're a couple of YouTube guys. I thought, no, we actually know a lot of people. Uh, I've worked, you know, it's, you say you're a screenwriting major at Tisch. I'm a screenwriter too. That's how I started, mm-hmm. and so I think we have the love of movies. That's what started it, and now we're we're in this atmosphere where we're talking about movies, and the whole idea of the scoop is such a big hot word in this industry. Not only with the rap variety, Hollywood Reporter, but with Andy Cool News, Joe Blow, sure. Hitfix, Schmoesno.com. These are the things that we we look for to. to I know I'm coming from a point of view of inciting a discussion when we drop a scoop Mm -hmm. maybe we don't get it right maybe it's a little off maybe we you know but it it gets our fans talking so with you when you are uh you know protecting your turf and whatnot i totally get that do you have higher ups bosses that are looking down and going you gotta we we need something to break we what are you working on do you have a schedule of things uh i mean absolutely uh, you know i have editors who are definitely checking in and want to know what i'm working on how i'm spending my time yeah um you know i i certainly feel a certain amount of pressure to deliver exclusives on a consistent basis because otherwise i just feel like you know what am what are they paying me for right so i i put a lot of pressure on myself um that's cool but yeah everyone wants to uh, you know, d- d- separate themselves from the pack with exclusive content. You want to yeah. be able to to give readers something that they can't get anywhere else on any other site for at least a few minutes. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and that's and that's how Schmoes No started. I mean, we would we we would cover your stuff, you know, because you were inciting a conversation not only with the rap uh, people and 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 viewers or sorry readers, but then you're inciting a conversation with Schmoville because I'm going according to Jeff Snyder over at the Rap. We have blah 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 happening, and that and then people go either nuts or they go no or whatever, and it's a great conversation, and that's what I love, and what we both share, what we do. Um, so I want to go back. So okay. you were at Ain't It Cool, mm-hmm. and then where'd you go after Ain't It Cool News? 
Um, I wrote for Ain't It Cool News. Uh, my last review for them was No Country for Old Men. So oh. by that time, I was an intern at Variety. So there was a bit of overlap uh, okay. in my first few months for my first stint at Variety with Ain't It Cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, then I was at Variety for two and a half years. Um, got let go when they laid off a whole bunch of staff. Uh, oh, was wow. unemployed for a while. Got picked up by The Wrap. Was there for close to a year. Okay. Went back to Variety. Was there for two years. And then went back to The Wrap where I've been for a year and a half. Wow. Um, Musical so I, chairs. I, I get around. I'm a bit of a, a trade... I'm promiscuous with yeah, the trade, no, trade whore. I didn't know. <laughs> I like it. I, I mean, still have to go over what language I can use on this show. <laughs> I, I guess. I guess I'll. I guess since I posted up on there and, and whether or not I hit explicit, you know, we'll just play it by ear. Fair enough. This is loosey goosey. I mean, we were having fun. If we want to curse, let's curse. Okay. Okay. It'll so, be natural, organic. Yeah. Cursing. Okay. So you've been at the rap now for a year and a half. You said, or about yep, a year back, and a half. Back, yep. So. How, what what are your some of your highs and lows in that atmosphere? I mean, I know I want to get into how it's all evolved since then because obviously you went from Ain't It Cool News, then an intern at Variety, Variety, Rap, Variety, Rap. You know, in that time, how has this all changed? Because I've been watching it, like, like you said, Ain't It Cool is – I don't go there much anymore, and that's not to say they don't have great writers there anymore, but I just don't feel that there is – as as relevant well, as they were, well, so but, that shows the game has changed. It's um, you know, I still go to, I still go to Ain't It Cool for for new uh, for reviews and interviews. Yeah, me too. Excuse me, they're just doing less news. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, they have. I think more junior people are handling the news. You know, yeah, I noticed that. A, new, a lot Beak, of new... Quinter Beaks, who I love, both of those guys, you know, they're less focused on the news and more on yeah. uh, doing their own stuff, features, interviews, whatever whatever it may be. Um, what was the question? <laughs> no, I just I want to get your thoughts on, like, how all right, this no, is all how evolved. Is, how, is, how it's changed. No, I'll I, tell you the biggest change. The, um, it has been... Uh, the fact that when I first got out to, got out here, which is about eight years ago now, you used okay. to be able to pick up a variety and you would read about done deals. Right. And that changed when Mike Fleming, who, you know, is the, the king of the scoopers, um, mm-hmm. you know, he, he, he's... Mike wearing, Fleming from Deadline, Mike correct? Fleming from Deadline.com. You know, he, mm-hmm. he, he was at Variety for 20 years and, yeah. and has, you know, a lot of great relationships around town. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, no, so he, he changed the game, basically, by going over to Deadline, because then you started reading about, you know, people being in negotiations for things. It's like, well, if if I feel like this negotiation is going to make, this deal is going to close, why am I waiting for it to close? Why not just right. report it as in negotiations? And then it became in talks, and then it became in early talks, and then it became an offer, and then it became ah. a meeting. And so, you know, we're all kind of scrambling to stay ahead of each other, and unfortunately, um, and I'm not certainly not, you know, putting the blame on, on Mike's feet, but, right. you know, it... It's made everyone kind of lower their standards a little bit because everyone wants to be out in front. Yeah, so the language kind of changes, right? So yeah, it's exactly. Like, instead of a done deal, you're now in talks with, or in negotiations. And these things break down all the time. Sure, and, and but it's not even – you don't even have to get to the, the talk stage anymore. You just have to be eyed for a role. Yeah, right, and that makes news. Yeah. Oh, my God, Denzel Washington is being looked at for the Magnificent Seven. Right. That That is something we, we, we broke on schmoesno.com. But I don't even know if it's going. Do you have an itchy? I don't know what it is. I'm uncomfortable, <laughs> but all right. <laughs> um, but it, it, the, that's just a scoop, right? That's a. And Denzel could be like sitting in his bathroom at home drinking coffee, going, w- w- "I'm up for what?" You know what I mean? It's right. like, do, do you think that happens sometimes? 
that uh, these you know a name is thrown out there. I don't know how it's thrown out there. Rumors, whatever. Uh, maybe a producer talked to another producer who said this guy, who said this, and all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I listen and I post something on Schmo's No, and I've heard many actors say. I've never even heard of this. Right. And, and half the time they say that, these days they're lying. They're lying. Yeah. Uh, and I, I feel like some, some actors are like, listen, I, I don't care. They can write whatever they want. Like, it doesn't impact the deal making that I'm actually doing. Yeah. Uh, right. So some people some people don't like it because then they have to answer questions about it. And it's right. like, well, why'd you fall out of this movie? And they're like, listen, I was never doing it. You know, right. So, some, some reporter said I was. Uh, there's the language, but, but then there's the other people who's like, y- "Yo, just throw my name out there for anything. I, any any press is good press, right? Whether right. I'm up for this role or not, I'll take it." Right, right. So yeah, that's interesting too. And what about like because yeah, I would I'd be walking around at like my old places that I've lived all over in L.A. and I see the daily variety there on the on the doorstep, and then it slowly devolved into now it's only online right you can't well i mean well, I know has a, a, a they print. still have the print yeah it's a weekly thing and, it, and it's good it looks good yeah and i still i still love you know going into meetings and whatnot and seeing hollywood reporter seeing variety you know you get the articles it's a magazine it's something to, to actually read but i feel like what deadline did was actually create the the online now uh a website that drops these scoops drops these stories and that people are now the the movie geek uh, world is going to these different websites. I mean, hitting five to ten websites a day, getting their movie fill. Sure. I mean, the appetite. Uh, you know, I don't even know that the demand can be met. There's no. su- there's such an appetite for it, and it's twenty four seven. Yeah. I mean, you know, people are dropping things all night long, almost. I know. And I'll wake up and be shocked at what gets dropped at eleven o'clock at night. You know. I know, and and it 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 gets maddening sometimes to have a personal life, right? I mean, <laughs> right. you're sitting there and your phone buzzes at like you know midnight because somebody dropped whatever. L- Latino Review likes to do that, and, and I've yeah. actually talked to them about that strategy, and you know they feel like they get you know nine or ten hours with the story by themselves, even if it is the middle of the night. Um, you know th- these movies. Hollywood is making them for an international audience and an international audience is reading these scoops now. Yes, it's such a big thing and you know when I talk to you know some of our our business relationships on the website the international audience is very popular. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely right and that's when it's like a, a it's a time it's a timing thing, isn't it? Uh yeah, no, a lot of it. I mean, I know you know the rap prefers to to do stuff, you know, early in the morning. Okay. Um so that the people in New York see it, you don't want it too late. You you try not to drop big stories on a Friday, right? Um, right. Although you know, then then there are some who argue that dropping on a Friday is great because then you have the weekend and and there's not much news on the weekend, so you right. you get like th- a three day play out of it rather than one day. Yeah, and I feel like if you drop some big news on a Friday night or on a weekend, it's it's a matter of time. The editor in chiefs of all the sites are like, oh god, now we got to cover right. this. They, Okay, I've had a lot of nights ruined by by Boris Kidd and, and Mike Fleming, <laughs> yeah, uh, dropping big stories. So and I'm at dinner with you know my ex girlfriend or whatever it is, and right. be like, ah, honey, I gotta I gotta step out. I gotta deal with this. Yeah, I got a, I got an alert. I was stepping out of the shower and I got some alert for some big superhero movie and or or maybe it was even Star Wars. I don't know. And I mean, this happens all the time. And I'm just oh god. And I I literally sit down on my towel to write up the story because sure. I know if we can get it out. Uh, pretty quick after like say Boris drops mm-hmm. it we we then get a lot of hits you know if we beat you know Screen Ranch or Collider and, and, and guys if you're listening to this I'm not beating you I'm just I'm wanting my audience to get that because it's 24-7 it's you know, massive consumption of information here. So we, I want to get it out fast. Yeah, you have to act fast. I mean, I I, I know I can remember, 
you know, being at Sundance, getting scoops, uh, and, and I'm in the shower, and I have to run, throw a towel on, run downstairs to the computer. There's shampoo in my hair. I'm soaking wet. It's freezing. <laughs> Uh, and I'm sitting in a towel naked across from my boss. Yeah, there you <laughs> filing, go. Filing, you know, an acquisition story. So that is so funny. We just don't, we, you don't have seconds to spare in this in this stuff. And and that's there's something that I was talking about as we were waiting to come in here, and that was uh, a very similar situation that you just described, where I was at Comic Con prepping for Comic Con, and I was in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom. I do. I am human. <laughs> and you dropped a, a, a certain scoop. A certain exclusive. I was dropping things. You were dropping things. I was. <laughs> that is exactly this true. This is a grown-up show. Mark. This is such a grown-up show. I'm going to tweet that. That was brilliant. Um, but I was. I was dropping some uh, business of my own, and you dropped a a pretty hot scoop. Something that blew me away because I had been hearing other names for a long time reporting yep. on these names. So many people have been reporting on these these names, but you threw a name out there for Doctor Strange. Marvel's Doctor Strange, everybody. You know that. Everybody knows Doctor Strange, The Sorcerer Supreme. The Sorcerer Supreme and Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, that was a thunderous mic drop right there. It it, it was. I loved it. (laughs) My fingers, I'm just praying it it, it makes to make me look good. Well, I I love that it came before Comic-Con. It kind of started things off. In my opinion, which is it's really cool, it, it it it's a comment on what the news is and how it's evolving and, and how it's always moving. That you were to you were you dropped that on you know Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, I, I was surprised. Kevin was, Kevin Feige was talking about it all week, and he was like, "Yeah, we're negotiating with somebody. I don't know if we'll be able to announce it. I don't know if the deal will close." So it's like he kind of. I was shocked at how kind of open he was. It was almost like a dare. It was like, I've got my man, and now let's see if anyone of you, you guys can get it. Okay. And it was hard. <laughs> okay, so walk me through that. I, I See, this is what I love. I love the 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 behind-the-scenes stuff. Right, I, I think Schmelville wants we're to We're going to go as behind-the-scenes as I can take you without giving up anybody. I know. You can't do that, so I understand. I, I do protect my sources, and I protect them well. That's good. I've, you, know, you should. It, Sure, no, it's funny what you what you're offering. Like, I'll give you this, this, and this if you just tell me who told you that. And you have to be like, do you know how journalism works? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, no, with Doctor Strange, I had gotten a tip, um, and you know the name that I kept hearing, and you saw a lot of uh, bloggers come to the forefront and, and say it after I dropped the walking thing. Justin Thoreau. Um, yeah, I did hear that. That, that is where it all kind of started for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's when I got serious about the sort of hunt. Okay. Um, so I was started, you know, looking into Justin Thoreau, and, and it, it made a lot of sense. I mm-hmm. mean, he's got a lot of heat coming off the leftovers. He's yep. dating Jennifer Aniston, so he's in a high-profile high profile relationship. He's on the cover of a lot of tabloids and stuff yep. like that. Um, and he's a good actor. Yeah, he and, sounds like a good and Doctor he, Strange. And he looks like he could fit the part. So I started kind of, you know, rattling cages about that. Um, and in the, in the course of that reporting, uh, I got two other names, and... Those were Joaquin Phoenix and Benedict Cumberbatch. Now, Cumberbatch, ben- I've heard. Right. Yeah. Now, now, Benedict was one of the first three names rumored, along with Tom Hardy and Tom Jared Hardy. Leto. Yep. yep. Uh, and I initially dismissed Tom Hardy because I was just like, I know how crazy busy this guy is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's got, uh, he's doing The Revenant. Yep. He's doing he's Mad got, Max. He's starting a new franchise there. He's got the Elton John movie mm-hmm. and he's got Splinter Sally. He's right. just got a lot on his plate. So I was like, okay, it's not going to be him. Jared Leto see i love jerry leto and he was amazing in dallas buyers club he did not strike me as the sort of guy who's going to be a marvel no i i you know because i know at least the source material for dr strange he doesn't fit 
in my opinion, right. the, the the Doctor Strange character. And and I I just know, um, you know, I think he's really looking to get his own directorial uh, career off the ground. Oh, Jerry Leto. okay. Um, so I kind of dismissed those two names and focused on on Cumberbatch, especially when it was like it's Joaquin or Cumberbatch. Well, well that's easy. I mean, you hear this about Joaquin. You hear about him being courted for a lot of blockbusters, and I, yeah. you always just dismiss them because he's literally the last actor in Hollywood, maybe aside from Daniel Day-Lewis, who you would assume would ever do anything like this. Right, right. Um, so I, I just dismissed it. I, yeah. I thought nothing of it and, and focused on Cumberbatch, uh, and it took a co- you know a day to finally get some real clarity on, I really, I, I don't think that this is a game. I don't think he's available. Okay. Um, and you know, then he, I mean, he did an interview with, what was it? Josh Horowitz at MTV. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. And he, I mean, he, it seemed, he seemed being like he was being very genuine. He's already done the whole, I'm not con thing. It's also like how many blockbusters you need between Star Trek and Hobbit. And, and, and he's also been, he was always rumored for Star Wars. So he was getting right. Star Wars questions left and right. And then Dr. Strange rumors start coming and bubbling. And, and he would, and he would make a great strange, but it seemed like what he was saying, his denials were genuine. Yeah. So then uh so then i you know i'm like geez let's go back to the walking stuff now when i had um approached his team because obviously you have to you know you have to do your due diligence yeah yeah um, i had been like listen you know i think walking's like the last person in the world who would sign a six picture deal or whatever marvel typically makes actors right do um but but is there any you know anything to this yeah uh, and they said he would never sign a deal like that and i was like okay well forget it yeah and then you know about uh, 24 48 hours later i'm like and that, you know that's not a real answer, actually. Like it doesn't and, say what is he, if he's doing Doctor Strange. They just said he wouldn't do. Yeah, and and, and I want to go back. Like, like, were you on the phone and like, he would never do that? No, no, no. Um, you know, is it like I mean, I body language and, and, and over this was the not, phone. You know, you know? This, this was an official inquiry. Um, yeah. this was not an off the record sort of thing. Um, okay. So yeah, they just you know I'm telling you I got a response from Walking Team saying he would never make a deal like that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fair enough. But then I started thinking, well, what if it's not a deal like that? What if it's just one or two movies or, you know, three movies tops? What if it's not one of these six or nine picture deals? I so like I, that. I went back to them eventually and um, and was like, listen, is he in negotiations for Doctor Strange? And, you, you know, no comment. And okay. you know, same, same deal for Marvel, uh, you know, officially on the record. So when you get if, – if something's not true, generally – They'll just tell you it's not true, and not and, true. and because you have relationships with these people, you know you're inclined to the, believe them. I've been told things aren't true that then become true. Sure, yeah. it happens, uh, especially when things are really sensitive in the Marvel or DC universe or Star Wars. Right. Those are the, those are the three big ones, I think. You right. Know. But yeah, it, typically you you would just get a, a no, and in yeah. this case, it was just no comments, and, and and so then you start making more calls, and eventually I got confident enough where it was like, there's something to this, yeah, and I've got to be the first person to throw his name out there, I, you know, after I got a couple more people echoing that that's what they were hearing, that that's where the conversation was, and you know, as soon as I posted, or within an hour, all the other trades followed, so, yeah. Yeah. you know, I don't know if Joaquin Phoenix is going to do it, um, I, I think he would be amazing. You can only say no to this stuff for so long, I feel like. And maybe he is finally ready to take on something like this. What do you think? Yeah, well, I think it makes sense with Marvel's track record. Mm-hmm. Um, if I go from the movie geek perspective uh, versus the trades and, and what you're rattling the cages and you're getting – by the time you're you're finally getting it, well, there's something here. For me as a fan and, gonna rep- and report on it immediately, it makes sense. Like Robert Downey Jr. 
you know, for Marvel to go on on that ledge right. and cast Robert Downey Jr. after all of the, you know, that whatever, that hooey that he went through. I didn't even like to talk about it because this guy's awesome. Right. It, it doesn't matter. And he was so perfect for the role. And mm-hmm. so that kind of set the standard for these these actors taking on these iconic superhero roles. So Joaquin Phoenix makes absolute sense and, to me. And Strange is not your traditional sort of superhero. No, he's not. Um, uh, he's weird. Joaquin Phoenix is weird. Right. And, and what actually, you know, I don't know if you, how close you read my story, but the, the story about the, the paragraph about the co-stars, I thought was really interesting. Yeah, so, recap that because I... You I, know, he... He he has worked with Scarlett Johansson and Mark yep. Ruffalo and and uh, Don Cheadle and a whole bunch of people who are in the Marvel universe and I feel like you know the, those people show that you can go back and forth between doing these serious movies that Joaquin does yeah and then balancing them with you know big ticket superhero fare so he's looking at his buddies and he's like like and they're saying yeah it's not it's, it's not like you're selling cool, out man here. Yeah. yeah and especially Marvel who puts out consistently good blockbusters right i mean sure you can nitpick them all all you want but in my opinion they're always so good they're always entertaining popcorn movies uh you you get it again we're not i'm not i'm not gonna rant on transformers (laughs) i just we can't go there which we had a little conversation when we walked out of the press screening there so that that to me is a, a different sort of blockbuster one that's just kind of cobbled together thrown up on the screens and there you go with marvel it's different it's you have yeah, yeah, have this this care, this this care in casting as well. So if we're talking Joaquin Phoenix, that is such an interesting choice for me. So, what, what do you think? What, what? So I know you mentioned crossing fingers that it's true. Like so, I mean, I'll put it this way: it's been a week since we put it out there, basically, um, and no other names have surfaced. And nope, you know, if this thing was going to fall apart, it would have fallen apart overnight. I think. I think so too. And uh, I, it'll be very interesting. And then it's interesting, too, that I want to comment on that we went right into Comic-Con after that scoop. Mm-hmm. And everybody was expecting, at least from the Marvel panel, uh, the announcement of at least a Doctor Strange movie. At least a Captain America 3. Well, we know Captain America 3. Sorry. Thor 3 release date. Uh You know, maybe some other characters that have been rumored like Captain Marvel or, you know... Are we going to get uh, an Ant-Man 2 or especially an Incredible Hulk, another standalone Hulk movie, Black Panther? All these names have been coming out there, and at least Doctor Strange was on there because we know Scott Derrickson is you know, directing it. So we know it's coming, mm-hmm. but yet we get nothing. Do you think your scoop changed anything? I mean, I—, I I wouldn't be. So, I know. I'm not pretty, to give you a big. Head I'm pretty or arrogant. But, yeah, but I wouldn't be so arrogant as to presume anything like up that. You um, yeah, know, I I don't think that it changed anything. I I don't think that I I never thought that they were going to announce Strange. I just I don't think that the deal was ready. Yeah, you know, they, you have to wait until this stuff is done because I've seen how close things can get to the finish line, and then and then they they just fall apart. And Marvel is the last company that wants egg on its face. Yeah. Especially after the Edgar Wright stuff. Yeah. I was just going to say with Ant-Man stuff happening now and losing uh, Patrick Wilson, right? They did, That right. came out during Comic-Con. That was a bummer. You know, I, I was kind of looking forward to seeing him in that movie. I was too. And, uh, I mean, you know. They haven't Ant- recast yet. We'll see who they get. Yeah, and I mean, I know there's our, and there's the the fact that they changed the name from Janet Van Dien to Hope Van Dien. Like, yeah. there's now this Twitter thing happening. This like, you know, you're, you're ruining the source material. There's a everything, lot of everything's ruining everything. I know there's Michael a lot B. of Jordan's ruining Fantastic I, Four. See, and I, I personally, you know, you're a screenwriter too, right? 
I'm a screenwriter. We, we like story. And sometimes the comics don't lend themselves to a movie. You have to kind of take some liberties, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to change the character's name. I mean, again, I'm not an Ant-Man uh, enthusiast, fan. I don't read the comic books. Uh, I'm more interested in the movie. Uh, so whatever they do to make it good is fine by you, me. You need to give a filmmaker the chance to have artistic license. Yeah, and, and you can't be I mean, chained to the comic book and say do this. So yeah, I never, I never understood that thinking. But yeah. like, I was curious. You know, when you said you were waiting for for Marvel to announce, um, uh, Hulk, Black Panther, Captain Marvel. No, 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 uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, no, to me, it's like, well, why are people waiting on this announcement? This movie's happening. Scott Derrickson said he's directing it. Like, I don't understand why in this day and age we need to wait for the like the official. It's not real until Marvel says it is. Well, that it brings up the next point, I think, too, because there there was a lot of talk about. Who won Comic-Con, Marvel versus DC? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, a kind of a rhetorical question. I think that it, it, it's the, not about... The fans won Comic-Con, right? Yeah, the fans win. And you, you got to see Batman versus Superman footage. You got to see the Avengers trailer. They announced Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which was announced you know, before the Marvel panel. Things get announced over and over these days. Yeah. So I think, I think people were looking... There was like a, a, a picture that was going around... Uh, Instagram and and social media that had all the like the Marvel treatment title treatments oh, of yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know Incredible Hulk or it looked cool yeah it looked really cool and but it apparently it's not real mm-hmm. so a lot of the fans were like oh my god this is this is what's happening so then then we go to the geek websites right and they're commenting on this and they're like oh my god when when are we gonna get you know the I think now the announcement we know it's coming we, I think they want to know who Doctor Strange is so that's why your scoop was so enticing. You know, it's Joaquin Phoenix. I personally hope it's Joaquin Phoenix over everybody else. Yeah. I think that would fit. Mm-hmm. I think that would fit really nicely. Now, then you look at the other side of things like DC, DC. and they didn't announce anything. We know that Terrio, uh, uh, the screenwriter for Argo, is now writing Justice League. Yep. Justice League is happening. Okay. Yes. However, Nikki Fink dropped something a while ago saying that this is the Comic-Con schedule, what they're going to announce at Comic-Con. And it was a Flash Green Lantern movie. It was a Shazam movie. It was Wonder Woman movie. It was Man of Steel 2. Uh, no Batman in there, although Lutino Review is saying that they're working on the Batman. So we'll right, see. The standalone. Yeah, the standalone. What else is there uh, that I'm missing? Um, I totally believe Latino Review in that, too. I mean, I do, too. Well, you, you don't get Ben Affleck to play Batman and then not give him his own movie. Yeah. Absolutely not. And a lot of people are even talking about him directing it, which... That would be so cool. I, w- I would I would flip. We, we reported a variety of years ago, you know, that they did definitely go to him for Justice League. Yeah. I actually heard so. they went to him for Star Wars as well. Wow. I heard that he was, like, number two behind uh, J.J. That, that, that is something that, oh, man, we could talk for hours, <laughs> hours on Going this. Going down the rabbit hole. It's yeah, a separate podcast. That's a separate podcast. So... In terms of DC, Comic-Con, and Nikki Fink, uh, you working with the trades and, and Nikki Fink being so – she's such a hot topic or a hot button topic, I should say. You know, she got fired from her own company, it seems. That's probably not exactly what happened. But have you you're, – you're on the ground. You you have your ear to the, the ground. Have you heard anything from, D, from DC in these titles? 
like it. Honestly, I haven't. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that there's going to be a Sh- Shazam movie. You know, yeah. Judging from The Rock's daily Twitter feed. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. You know, we're getting Batman versus Superman. They've announced Sandman. Uh, yeah, That's Sandman. real. Justice yeah. League is real. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I assume that there will be a Wonder Woman movie. Why um, wouldn't there be? Yeah, I mean, there, there needs... We need a big female superhero movie we do and i think that they need to if if dc really wants to do something special they get that movie out before the black widow spinoff if there is in fact one yeah or even captain marvel if if the rumors hold to be true right right and captain Uh, marvel is a woman i learned this from tiffany smith (laughs) i had no idea i'm like captain marvel oh who's that is he a good guy and it's like Ugh, she's female. Right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, females can be captains too. Yes, they can, and um, and I hope they do. Yeah, but that would be a great. I, I think everybody wants a Wonder Woman wo- woman movie. Ever since Joss Whedon was working on a Wonder Woman movie and mm-hmm. got, you know, fired, I guess, or let go, and and I wonder if you know <laughs> Warner Brothers is looking back and going, shit. They pr- probably wish that they had uh, that one back. Yeah. Um, I would. I mean, so so you know, I buy the first five films in this lineup, and I'm sure that there will be a a direct Man of Steel uh, sequel too. I would imagine. Abs- absolutely, it all makes sense. But the I don't know that Flash Green Lantern one. That's the one I I hover on and I go, just, huh? Yeah, because Green Lantern bombed. So we don't know if Ryan Reynolds is going to be canon anymore. Is he going to be the the main actor? Are they going to recast it? Oh, I think that they have to. I think so too. Unfortunately, I do like Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. They got to. Oh, I, I, I'm a Ryan Reynolds fan. But me too. They need to cleanse the palate on I, that one. I think they need to cleanse the palate, and I think he needs to go and do Deadpool. I would love to see that. <laughs> well, I know, I know, <laughs> I know that, do, that that that, that uh, footage leaked, and I just like I didn't. I, that's another one. I, I just. I know. I, I read your tweet. Uh, sorry, uh, sorry. I know. Rob. Rob, <laughs> Rob gave. He was teasing me on Twitter, but um, yeah. I, I mean, I liked I, I liked it, but it was all CGI. I mean, so it was it was a sizzle reel, so to speak. And I think I could see it, but I can also see the cracks. You know, what I mean, like it's just a sizzle reel. I, I just think that studios need to be real careful about comic book burnout. You know, comic book movie burnout, especially the when f- you start getting into the secondary and third. I don't whatever those. Yeah, the the, the those B characters, teams. the C, yeah, the B and C and D teams. Yeah, which uh, uh, I you know I would argue though that they thought Iron Man was the B team or the C team. You know, at one but point. I mean, I I knew what Iron Man was as a kid. Yeah, and some of these properties I hear about these days, I'm like, who knows what that is? I don't even know now because now it's it's interesting. Kids don't read comics anymore, do they? I think, yeah, I think some of them do. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, I know that there are grown men like me that go into the comic shops and and, and read these. Sure. And uh, there's a there's a whole culture for that. I mean, yeah, but are the the kids doing it anymore? I mean, I just feel like people don't read in general. Yeah, that's um, very true. They're 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 reading their phone right now. Uh, the, their latest text message to their girlfriend or something. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm I'm surprised at how many comic book movies are in development and how many don't feature marquee heroes. But right. you know, we'll see. They, Guardians is obviously the big test today, and yeah. and, and it's going to be a success. I think it's going to be a real success. It's it's the biggest um, uh, opening Thursday night of the summer. Okay, so that that that's I didn't a good even sign. check out the box office this yeah. morning. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I don't know the the actual number, but they say it's the biggest of the almost of the year, at least the summer. I think it's going to overperform, and and I think so I, too. Listen, I I'm the opposite of you. Actually, I have not loved any of the Marvel movies. Really? No, I. I, I Ooh, okay, let's talk. Yeah, I'm I'm not a huge Marvel guy, but I'm actually really looking forward to Guardians and Ant Man and Doctor Strange because. 
those they're, they just seem different. I don't want to see a big muscly guy who can beat people up. Um, We've seen or it. run fast. Yeah, I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it all. So. And I and I think what Guardians is doing it, it's for me it's the closest thing to an original movie as we're getting in this market right now because Guardians is such a obscure comic run. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know about it until it was announced. I was like, huh? Then I went into the comic book and they, of course, timed it beautifully and they had this new launch of Guardians of the Galaxy. I Seriously, I'd never heard of it until Marvel said they were making this movie. I can't wait to see just the team. Like, uh, I loved Watchmen. So, yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm going to see it this weekend. Yeah, me too. So, you know, I think that the superhero fatigue or the franchise fatigue, I think maybe Spider-Man is getting that right now but I, f- I feel like marvel isn't slowing down and they are turning to these uh the b teams or but like you said doctor strange ant-man and guardians of the galaxy they're so interesting they're different types of superheroes and so that's why I f- what i feel marvel does very well mm-hmm. um so you're not a fan that's fine or, or uh, is that too strong of a, a term not a fan i just i just don't get why everyone loves the movies. I mean, okay. I, I kind of get what the hype was with the Avengers. Yeah. Um, again, that's a team up movie. Sure. But yeah, no. Ind- individually, I haven't flipped for any of these movies. I, okay. Yeah, I, but I, I, I like the Captain America sequel. Yeah, that was good. Um, I, I like the first <laughs> Iron Man. Okay, how about the DC universe? Did you like Man of Steel? Uh, I love the first hour and did not like the, the second hour. Okay. It just evolved into a punch fest. But yeah. in general, I like DC and its stable of characters more. I, I'm a Batman guy more than yeah. you know, Spider-Man or anything else. Yeah, I'm a Superman guy, but very close second is Batman. Okay. And so the footage that was released, did you see the footage? The, uh, I saw a very footage. grainy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You the, couldn't the even geek, tell the, what the hell was happening. Yeah, the geekasms in the background when Superman's like hanging and hovering in the bat signal. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody went, I mean, people were like, oh. It's going to be cool. It's going to be really cool to see. And so, you know, getting back to the scoop that Nikki dropped, um, you know, look, Justice League is happening. We know that. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. It's obvious we are getting a Justice League movie. So... Why wouldn't you then go off of that and say you're going to have a Wonder Woman movie? Uh, is a Shazam movie still as weird to me? I'm not really big up on me Shazam. Too. I don't know a lot about it, but and I I guess he's a part of the Justice League, so it makes sense to have these offshoots of the the core group of Justice League goers. They're going to have their own movie, so this makes sense till we get to Flash and Green Lantern. It's going to be interesting to see what DC does. How are they going to – I mean, I think right now they're only focused on uh, Batman versus Superman and Justice League. But I, I kind of like that they're focused on getting these movies right rather yes. than – you know, you have to learn to uh, crawl before you learn to walk. Right. And look, Marvel's been doing it a little bit longer. They've already set the standard in their business. Right. What they're doing. They had a template in mind and they're running with it and it's working. DC, what I think a lot of fans, the geeks like me, need to understand is like they're doing something different. It's not about who's beating the other person. They're making – Man of Steel was the start of it all. Mm-hmm. So that's the new universe. And so then we're getting Dawn of Justice. Then we're going to get Justice League. Then we're going to get fill in the blanks. And I think that's what we're doing every day is we have our ear to the ground going, who's going to be – Aquaman, who's going to be Wonder Woman, who's going to be Shazam. That's the next big one, I think, because The Rock's teasing the hell out of everybody. Right. 
And so we're we're waiting on that as much as we're waiting to see if Joaquin Phoenix sure. is going to be Doctor Strange, as well as we're waiting to hear if, uh, you know, uh, the Flash and Green Lantern are going to be cast and if Flash and Green Lantern are going to be a, a, a pair-up movie. Right. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see who, who Scoot McNary is playing in this Warner Brothers movie. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a lot of people um, that they've given me, like some of my writers on the site, they've been giving me their opinions on who it is mm-hmm. and... Some are calling him Flash. Mm-hmm. Some of her, some are, all are calling him Flash. <laughs> I just, I, I know that they, you know, the studio likes him. Ben Affleck likes him. Obviously, Scoot was in Argo. I think Scoot's yeah. a really, really good actor. I love him on Halt and Catch Fire. So, yeah, I, I don't think that he's going to be someone who just pops up for a few minutes to say hi. No, no. Um, I, mean, I just, but, I, but I would, I hope that Warner Brothers goes at its own pace because. There, there is no point in rushing this just to catch up to Marvel because you're not going to. They're too far out in front. Just do your own thing. Yeah, and yeah. and the fans will follow because I I was commenting. I was talking with Christian and the Schmoes over Comic Con. I think it's more interesting. We know what we're kind of getting look wise, uh, tone wise with Marvel movies. DC is is the one that's the most interesting because we haven't seen these big characters together, mm-hmm. and that is. That is what we are waiting for. And, you know, I, I'm excited to see what's going to come out. And that's what we're going to be talking about. These scoops that we're going to find out. Like, who's going to be who's going to be playing these things? And, oh, did we just get a did we just get breaking news? We've got breaking news in the studio. Let's just do it. What is it? What is it? Uh, David David Zayas uh, okay. from Dexter, who I loved. I loved him on Dexter. He's going to be playing Sal Maroney on Gotham, Ooh. according to Nelly Andreva, Deadline exclusive. Very nice. That's a That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, as much as everybody wants to hear about Star Wars or DC movies or Marvel movies, look, we got DC television shows just just burning it up right now with Arrow, The Flash, and now Gotham. I can't say I plan to watch any of them, but I think that that is cool casting. That is cool casting. I'm going <laughs> to watch Gotham. Batista. Yes. I, I'm watching Gotham just because I'm a Batman fan. Okay. And I want to see the... I, 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 th- I don't know what's happening as far as, like, they're introducing a lot of the villains, a lot of the rogue gallery. Um it's going to be interesting to see, but we are going to be there to report on it, and That's we're going to right. be, and we're from going to the be front lines. from the front lines, and we're going to be do- talking about it here. So. Uh, that's that's our first show. You just met the movie press, son. You just met the movie press, son. Oh, that should be our our tagline. <laughs> that that should really be our tagline. You just met the movie press, son. So, I you know what, Jeff? Thank you so much for being my co-host and my, and my first interview, uh, my first guest. I'm I excited, say. man. Thank you for having me, Mark. Uh, I'm so glad. And uh, so this is. Have fun. Yeah, we are going to have fun. So we are going to have... Uh, if I can wake up early enough on Friday morning. <laughs> good Lord, I know. That's why I'm like, you know, hovering with a lot of coffee right now. Um, but we are excited because, yes, guys, we are going to be asking so many people to join us on the show. We're going to be going after, you know, variety people. We're going to be going after Hollywood Reporter people, Collider people, Screen Rant, Joe Blow. There's so many people. Hit Fix, Drew McQueenie. We have so many guys that we want to get on the show to talk about what they do, to talk about this news, to see what the passion is behind it. Like the the language, the evolving nature of, of this, God, this landscape, this crazy drop and scoops should, should we start a hashtag? Should we say if you have questions for us or want to hear us cover certain things, just you know, use the hashtag Meet the Movie Press. That's what that was my next. You took right on my words. There yeah. You go. Me, if you have any question, guys, hashtag Meet the Movie Press. 
Tweet me. I'm at Riley Around. Tweet Jeff Snyder. He's the in Snyder, right? Yeah. At in Snyder. Uh, drop us some lines on schmoesno.com. Uh, go check out the rap. I mean, he's on there every day dropping scoops like Joaquin Phoenix and beating the hell out of us over here at Schmozno, <laughs> which I love. And But yeah, we want to hear from you guys. So hashtag meet the movie press. You can hit us up at, at Schmozno. Hit us up at at Riley Around. Hit us up at at the in Snyder and hashtag meet the movie press with some questions that you want us to answer, that you would like us to discuss on this show. Or, or guests that you'd like to have us try and go after. Absolutely. Guests that you would like us to your have. Your favorite movie bloggers. Yep, your favorite movie bloggers. And you know what? Why don't you tag them on Twitter and loop us in and we'll start a conversation on Twitter. That, right. can, that can get us going. Sounds good. So thank you guys for tuning in to the very first Meet the Movie Press. I'm also excited to announce that next week we are going to have uh, Amy... Amy Nicholson. Amy Nicholson from LA Weekly is going to be joining us. Fantastic critic. Yeah, she's a great critic. She's got a new book out, and it's uh, The Anatomy of a Movie Actor, and it's Tom Cruise. We're talking Tom Cruise next week. Oh, my God. How can you not? We we have loads of stuff to talk about with with Tom Cruise. So, guys, thank you very much for joining us for Meet the Movie Press. Please go ahead and subscribe to the Schmozno YouTube channel. Schmozno, it's at YouTube slash Schmozno podcast that's where you're going to see all of this and then when this itunes link goes up go ahead and click on that subscribe comment rate it we want you guys along the this journey with us because we're going to have a lot of exciting stuff happening so thank you very much i am mark riley aka yodi jeff snyder have a great guardians of the galaxy weekend oh yeah enjoy guardians of the galaxy and we'll see you next week from producers Christian Harlow, Mark Ellis, and the entire Schmoes No Network crew, we would like to thank you for listening to Meet the Movie Press. Special thanks to Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menounos, the author of Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness in stores now. To watch or listen to other Schmoes No Network episodes, get movie news, or join the conversation, be sure to visit schmoesno.com. I'm the Pit Boss, and this has been a presentation of Schmoes No.